Sexual energy is the one that in the Chinese we call jing qi, mean energy. One to three o'clock in the morning. And that is the time the sexual energy you recover, or we call replenish. So the sexual energy we call the essence of life. Okay? So you wake up, your sexual hormone produced, so you have a lot of jing qi. I feel fresh, I feel good. I have a lot of energy because the sexual energy is our life force. It moves us every day, every day, every day. So you, are, you sleep later than 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Now the sexual energy cannot recover because they need to producing enough sexual hormone to run your next day. Whoa, Xin Qi, sexual energy. Oh, Lord, this is about to be one of those topics. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is back in the building. And as promised last week, I said, yo, we're going to delve into a very powerful topic tonight. Sex prayers. What, Zoe? Yes. An intriguing look into your thought, word, deed, and intentions and the positive or negative effects they may create through the vehicle of sex. No, Zoe, I'm going to need a little more than that. That's fine. Have you been suffering from an STD or an STI, i.e. a spiritually transmitted disease or infection? <laughs> See, a lot of people underestimate the sexual energy that goes into the physical act of having sex. Oh, goodness. Are you saying that a person's unhealed trauma, disorganized, scattered energy and mind can be transferred through the act of sex? Well, a lot of spiritualists believe this to be true. Somebody's unhealed wounds. Oh, can a person, can a person's anxiety, negative thoughts, fears, unregulated emotions, negative ruminations, and past traumas be transferred through the act of sex to their significant other uh, a sexually transmitted disease now stands the reason that it could right if our central nervous systems are somehow relating to each other if our trauma our wounds are bonding welding us together what type of spiritual adhesive would the sex act be? Now, biologically speaking, sex is for procreation. But what a lot of people misunderstand is that you can procreate more than a baby. You can procreate more trauma. You can procreate more fear, more jealousy, more anxiety. A lot of stuff can come out during sex. Through the sex act, through the vehicle of sex, 
what is spiritual sex? It's, is there such a thing as spiritual sex? I'm not talking about religious sex. Huh? <laughs> the marriage bed is not defiled. <laughs> hey, I'm not talking about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are the spiritual implications? Right? Of sex. Not just we can have a baby if we don't wear a condom. What else can you have if you don't wear a condom? Well, we know sexually transmitted diseases, but can you also have spiritually transmitted diseases or, and or infections? Now, you do know that there's a difference between sexually transmitted diseases and sexually transmitted infections. An infection, STIs, are curable. STDs are not. Can you be cured from a spiritually transmitted disease is the act of having unprotected sex with multiple partners problematic because it creates an energetic and spiritual petri dish of unhealed trauma transference what 1-800-9-20-15 i know you're not ready tonight get ready get ready hey i know you're not ready Tonight, but I am 1-800-9-20-1580. This is a discussion, a conversation between me and you. Listen, it is not a monologue. I really want to know what you think. I'm going to read that last question again. Is the act of having unprotected sex with multiple partners or even a singular partner problematic because it creates an energetic, spiritual petri dish of unhealed trauma transference can energy vampirism be carried out through the act of really really good sexual intercourse can your energy be oh lord oh wow i know y'all not ready i can feel it it's palpable right now What is the difference between spiritual sex and tantric sex? True or false? Sex can also help partners connect emotionally, building intimacy and trust. Some people even go a step further and view sex as not just a physical and emotional experience, but as a spiritual one, too. 1-800-920-1580. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get to your phone lines. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. How do you perceive the connection between spirituality and sexual intimacy? In what ways do you believe energy is exchanged during a sexual encounter? Can you describe an, an, an experience where... You felt a strong emotional and energetic connection during sex? How long did it last? Can you be whipnotized? <laughs> is 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 being whipnotized a a type of sexually transmitted infection? 1-800-920-1580. In what ways do you believe that? I want to know. Have you felt another person's energy? Listen now, I don't want to get personal and I'm not. I'm just going to say, do men, can men 
deposit their energy. And I'm not just, I'm not talking about the man milk. I, I mean I meant the man's, you know, I'm not talking about the semen. I'm talking can he deposit his energy into a woman? 1-800-920-1580. And ladies, what does that feel like? And can you expel it from your spirit? Wow. How do past emotional wounds influence your current sexual experiences? Oh my goodness. Do you believe sexual energy can carry the emotions and experiences of a past relationship? Why or why not? I know I'm asking a lot of questions. I know they're very deep. But don't act like y'all not out there getting it in. And if you're getting it in, I'm hoping you're learning something from what you've been doing. <laughs> Sex prayers. Right? Can you meditate while having sex? Meditate on building a business? Meditate on giving birth? to a project, meditating on healing the relationship. The sex might be good, but the relationship might be bad. Can you pray and meditate during the act to change the nature of the relationship? Sex prayers on the VOR. When I come forward, you know I'm going to the phone lines because people want to talk about this tonight. Yes. In the Tao practice, we have the sexual organ exercise. So that's why we teach in the workshop. Men have to learn how to stretch, how to massage, how to uh, strengthening their sexual organ to one level that they can control the ejaculation. In the Tao practice set, you don't have to ejaculation every time. You learn how to control them and they have a timetable. That how long, according to your age, how long you can make love, how many days, to when to ejaculation. When you learn the Tao practice, you can double the timing or triple the timing of non-ejaculation. But you need to transform the sexual energy. And that's why the workshop are going to be teaching you how to transform the sexual energy. Y'all don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I should have told y'all who that was the first time we played the first clip. Uh, that is Dr. Stephen or Stephen T. Chang. He has an amazing book that I got hip to back in the 90s. It's always been in my library. I always go back and read it. I've read this book about 25 times. <laughs> And, you know, I don't want to give away no secrets tonight. You understand? Andy in here laughing at me. <laughs> but I'm going to give up this jewel tonight. Okay? Played two clips. Those first two clips that you heard are from this particular author. The name of the book is The Tao of Sexology. The Book of Infinite Wisdom. By Dr. Stephen T. Chang. That's that's all I'm gonna give up on. No. <laughs> very powerful book, very powerful work. It's talking about your energy. It's talking about your chi. 
It's talking about how to control it. It's talking about how to, you know, contain it. Yeah, I know you just saw the price, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Andy just saw the price. That's 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 typically because the book is probably out of print. So he just went there. Look, everybody in the chat like, hey, look at the price. <laughs> hey, well, I have a physical copy. <laughs> the the Tao of Sexology, the Book of Infinite Wisdom. I'm not going to give up too many more my own secrets, but that's one. But what's very powerful about this book, it actually led to some insights that I had uh, when writing another one of my books, uh, The Holographic Relationship. Sexually, everybody is like a skillet. And with every relationship and with every sexual interaction you have with somebody, you get seasoned. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. I'm not trying to be funny, but that's what it is. These energies, typically, they stay with you. Right? Oh, this is heavy stuff tonight. And you don't want everybody's seasoning. 1-800-920-15. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I had to do this topic tonight. Sexual intimacy, a realm often regarded as profoundly personal, transcends mere physicality. It delves into the intricacies of energy transference, emotional connections and bonds, and the profound interplay between spirituality and human desires. In this exploration on this show tonight, we navigate the depths of spiritual sex, examining its implications, soul ties and the likes, energy exchanges, and the intricate dance, this rhythmic dance between past traumas and present connections. What is spiritual sex? Spiritual sex is a union that surpasses physicality, intertwining souls and spirits in a profound energetic exchange. It transcends the boundaries of the body, reaching into the realms of emotions, thoughts, feelings, intentions, and even past experiences. Wow. It is an intimate communion where partners connect on a spiritual level, exploring the depths of their shared existence. 1-800-920-1580. Get to the phone lines. I want to talk to you tonight. The spiritual implications of sex. Sex, often viewed as merely a physical act, holds deep spiritual implications. That's why we must be very careful with who we give ourselves to. Right. Men and women. Many men think, hey, I got to knock them down one after the other. Hey, don't run down the hill. Walk down the hill and tap each one that men think. And but even men must protect their sexual energy as well or they will deplete themselves. Right. And yes, sex is viewed as merely a physical act. But again, it holds very deep spiritual implications that goes beyond the pleasure. Uh, it fosters intimacy. It, it, it can foster trust. It can foster connections. For many, sex is not just a bodily engagement, but a sacred experience, a way to commune with your partner on the spiritual plane. 
The energy exchange during sex has the potential to heal, transform, and elevate the souls involved. But the question is, do we go into it with that intentionality? Or do we go into it in the way the great Krishnamurti? Y'all knew, uh, God, you, you had to know I was going to mention Krishnamurti tonight. <laughs> Many of us go into sex to escape ourselves. Oh, God. When there is love, then sex is not a problem. It is the lack of love that makes it into a problem. It is only empty. Oh, listen, I, Krishnamurti be hitting hard. It is only the empty people who know sex because sex is then an escape, a mere release I call him empty, who has no love. And for him, sex becomes a problem, an issue, a thing to be avoided or overly indulged in. Krishnamurti, are y'all ready for tonight's time? I don't know if you are, but let's get it cooking. Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida, get in here. I'm so glad you came to me first. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mimi, let's go. What you got for hey, me? Hey, Zoe. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Let me just say this. It's going to be clean and classy, as always. All right, let's get it right. Sex is so much more than physical. It is mind, body, and soul, spiritual, all of that. And I don't think I've ever prayed about sex, but I've always had this desire to have a strong connection with my husband, my partner, you know, mind, body, soul, spirit, you know, where we just connect on a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual level that just the mere mention of his name makes me tingle. What's happening, Mimi? Is everything... <laughs> Go ahead, Mimi, keep talking. Go ahead, you got the floor, girl. Just the connection spiritually, mentally, emotionally that I just hear his name and I just like, oh my God, it's uh. That's what it is for me. And I was speaking in the chat yesterday with Trumonger about does size matter? Oh. And I think he thought that I was saying it in a way of being aroused. But what I was saying was when you have that connection with the man, spiritually, emotionally, it doesn't matter whether he's big or smaller because you connect and it's just that good for both of you on a spiritual level, it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I heard it was the angle of the dangle. It, when it's good, it's good. It doesn't angle, dangle, swangle. It doesn't matter. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mimi, keep talking. It's getting steamy in here. Oh, gosh. I just, you know, I'm going to just say for me as a woman, you know, I believe in love. I love love. And when I love you and we're connected on all levels, all cylinders, mind, body, soul, spirit. And like I said, when I hear his name, oh, my God, it's just like I love this man, not just because he's great in the bedroom, but because we're connected on a spiritual level, too. Well, all right. And we can get it in, and it's always good. Always good. Okay. Always. Can, can you oh play some God. church music? Because she testifying right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes! <laughs>
okay. Thank you, Mimi. You Thank guess, you. Yes, Thank you. Guess what you did? You brought Jacksonville, Florida in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We got a lot to talk about when we come forward. Sports and news. Here we go. What is good? Welcome back to my channel. Today, I want to talk about something that's been on my mind um, a lot recently. I don't really know why, but I felt the need to share it. The topic today is soul ties. It's definitely a, a topic that I wish I would have known about like five, six years ago when you first start learning about sex, um, becoming sexually active, stuff like that. To begin, everything is energy, right? If you look at the law of attraction, you look at manifestation, everything in the world is energy. That being said, people are energy, and when we do things, we give and receive energy in accordance with that. So what soul ties are, they're bonds that people create when they have sexual intercourse with each other. Sex is one of these things where it's like you're connecting with a person on all four levels. You got physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. When you have sex with somebody, you are combining with them and transferring energy at all four levels which makes it such a deep energy filled experience the idea with soul ties is that once you have sex with somebody you've created a deep tie or bond with them that is very hard to break whether it's a one-night stand whether it's you're in a relationship with them whether you're friends and you decide to have sex like friends with benefits that's why those relationships don't work because when you're having sex with somebody your brain chemistry is literally changing as you are exchanging energy. It's actually interesting thing that I found online, like um, neuropsychologists have studied this phenomenon and one of them's name is Dr. Daniel Amen, Amen. Um, he actually wrote a book and in the book it says, whenever a person is sexually involved with another person, neurochemical changes occur in both their brains that encourage limbic or emotional bonding. So limbic bonding is the reason why casual sex doesn't really work for most people on a whole mind and body level. Two people may decide to have sex just for the fun of it, yet something is occurring on another level that they might not have decided on at all. Sex is enhancing an emotional bond between them whether they want it or not. So basically, when it comes to having sex with people, you are transferring all this energy whether you want to or not. You don't get to decide that it's happening whether you're aware of it or not and this is also why it's so hard i say like in a relationship with somebody ladies and gentlemen the voice of reason back on kbla talk 1580 you already know what it is we've come full circle after hunt coming after coming forward i guess <laughs> has a different connotation tonight again back to krishnamurti sex is a problem because it would seem that in the act, there is complete absence of the self. In that moment, you are happy because there is the cessation of self-consciousness, of the me, and desiring more of it, more of the abnegation of the self in which there is complete happiness through full fusion integration naturally it becomes all important isn't that so because it is something that gives me 
unadulterated joy, complete self-forgiveness. I want more of it and more of it and more of it. I become addicted to self-forgetfulness because in that moment, nothing matters. Not even me. In that moment of release, nothing else matters. Now, why do I want more of it? Because everywhere else I am in conflict. In all our relationships with property, with people, with ideas, there is conflict, pain, struggle, misery. Naturally, you want more of self-forgetfulness because it gives you happiness while all the rest leads you to misery. So the problem is not sex. Surely, but how to be free from the self. Uh oh, uh, you have tasted that state of being in which the self is not, if only for a few seconds, if only for a day. So there's the constant longing for more of that self free state until you resolve. The whole content of yourself, of that conflict, this one release of the self through sex will remain a hideous problem, Jiddu Krishnamurti, from the book Relationships or Relationship to Oneself, to Others, to the World. Tonight's topic, sex prayers, is on fire already. Let's get these callers in here. Sean has been on the longest. Let's get Sean, and then we go on to Mississippi. Sean from Reno, Nevada. Get in here. Hey, Zoe, I don't know where to go, except I'm going to your show, because I love it so. Anyway, I, I'm loving this. I, I'm loving this conversation. Because it's one of those where I'm telling you, uh, and you know this as well, um, as a parent, right, is that you're not going to be able to intervene when it comes to sex and try to be this, do it this way, do it that way, do it as I say. Hey, if you guys think you got a parent, you, you're going to be able to tell your children how to do it, what you should do, don't do it to your married. You are deceiving yourselves because the fact is it's super powerful. And now as we get older, this is where the conversation gets good. You know, but when you're younger, my mother was on it. I had, like I told you, and I'll reset it. I mean, when I was young, I had about six, seven years where I was not a rock star. I wasn't doing drugs, but I was living like that sexual rock star life. And I was lucky. I was happy, but I was very respectful always consensual, but I was like, my mother always gave me that box of condoms, always. And she told me, if you ever not use this and you have a kid, like my dad had three boys before the age of 21, she said, you know, you don't have anyone else to blame but yourself. And, uh, and so it wasn't really about diseases, but that's another thing. But this, this thing here about where you are spiritually and mentally as you go on in relationships and you want a serious one, oh, that is everything, right? Because, you know, you can have, and if you get to that point, I don't know what that point is, but if you get to a point where you're really communicating good with your uh, better half or your equal half, 
is that, you know, you both will reciprocate. You both will help each other out when they, you need a little sexual release and a little sexual healing, as Marvin Gaye would say. And you can do it together and be together and have it go on for a long time. You got to be in the right situation or it could be a quickie. You know, it's all right, but you got to have that relationship to develop. Man, Sean, 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 Reno, Nevada, Oakland, California. You brought those cities in the building. We appreciate the call. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Listen, when I come forward, I'm going to talk to Nikki from Mississippi. We might need to come back with darling Nikki. I don't know. Let's talk about it. But with that being said, let's get straight into it. So what even is sex energy? Well, the yogis, the Taoists and the mystics had certain views on what this energy is and there are many ways in which you could talk about it. But here, I'm going to just keep it real simple and start with the basics. Sex energy or sexual energy essentially starts off as the psychological and spiritual drive to procreate, basically feeling horny. It's one of the most primal and most potent drives originating deep from within the lizard brain. And so what is transmutation? Basically, to transmute in this context means the changing of one form of energy into another. And so why would you want to transmute sexual energy? Well, because we only have so much of it. Notice how you can't really have sex or masturbate forever and ever, and you'll eventually lose interest. And nowadays, people are unconsciously spending this energy, this drive on sex, porn, or masturbation. And we live in a modern world where online dating gives some people easy access to a seemingly limitless number of thirsty members of the opposite sex. And What's even more prevalent is the ability to load up high-speed, high-definition, limitless novelty porn at any time and unconsciously spend that energy on it whenever the urge arises. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not making any moralistic judgments here. I believe all are free to do as they wish and I'm totally pro-conscious sex and masturbation. Woo, tonight, man. Passion, energy, soul. The VOR delves into spiritual sex and the intimate language of love. Here we are, sex prayers, STIs, spiritually transmitted infections. Can you transfer the trauma, unhealed trauma of your past through the sex act? We've been talking heavy tonight, and the callers are just starting to get cooking. Let's get them in here. Nikki from Mississippi, get in here. Good evening, though. Hi, everybody. How are you, Nikki? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Okay, here you go again with these <laughs> topics. One more again, one more again. So when we talked the last time, we talked about the definition of ship or exchange, because mm-hmm. the root of ship means to exchange. Mm-hmm. If we are all a spirit, we have a soul, we live in a physical body. Mm-hmm. There is no way that we can be sexual, having sex with each other, and not exchange 
what the other may be carrying. Mm, talk to me. We can have anger sex. Wait, anger sex. Talk to me. Ang- angry sex. Angry sex. Sense. Wow. Yes. In the sense that you are being physical, but it comes out maybe more forceful or in an angry way. Mm. You mean now like, it might be good. You mean like grabbing by the neck? Or pulling of hair or spanking. Talk to me, Nikki. Okay. I'm sorry. I I digress. Go go ahead. It can manifest in many ways depending on what your partner is carrying. Mm. And after the act itself, it then can deposit in the soul of that other person that you're exchanging with. Mm-hmm. And then now we carry that into two, three days, a week, years later, and you may have a spiritual infection that you need an wow. antibiotic for. Wow. Wow. You know what's crazy, Nikki? This is very deep. Uh, there's a sister in the it, chat. It, her her name is Attila Phillips, and she is saying angry sex, spiteful sex. Like there's, yes. she, she was like, there's a thing. Like this is a real thing to be yes. To be spiteful during... Keep going. Talk to me. Because it, I'm not suggesting that it is intentional. This goes back to, as you would put it, we all have to do our work mm-hmm. so that we know where we are when we have that, if you have a relationship with one person. If you're talking about multiples, uh, to me, that complicates the spirit soul even more because mm. every soul is carrying something in their spirit. Mm. And sometimes you, we are not good at determining what it is they're carrying at the act of sex. Mm. We no. don't, we do, it doesn't resonate with us till later. No, no, listen, Nikki, you are absolutely blowing my mind because as you're talking, one thing I'm a genius at is connecting the dots. Yep. <laughs> as you're talking, I'm seeing people yep. that might be narcissistic sex. He's a, Correct. They're narcissists. And that energy is going into the act, right? And uh, uh, I'm also seeing the white knight. Someone who's always trying to rescue somebody. And that energy is going into the set. Keep going, Nikki. You cooking. Or, or, particularly if we look at it from people who are in long-term or even sometimes marital relationships. You may be having spiritual sex, but then you have sex with a person that takes you to a different place. And it's not the physical place. You sometimes can't pinpoint it till later. That makes you connect. That makes you go back to that well. Because how then can the two become one? Wait, stop. Wait, stop. Hold on. Stop. Now, because you done blew my mind now. Now, now my mind gone. My mind, I got to go find my mind and bring it back. Hold on. Stay with me. Stay with me. Wait a minute. See, see, because now I'm starting to see it in a different way. Like my girl hit uh, me to a lot of this, but 
I was I'm I I'm not as aware or as in tune as I need to be. But let me go deeper here. So say yeah. no disrespect. So say the girl who just came out on Shannon Sharp's show and said she was with 35 people. Yeah. Brittany Renner. Okay. Yeah. So that's like 35. That's like 35 souls. That's, right. Whoa. Actually, it's times three because we have a spirit. We are a spirit. We live in the soul. We, we are in a physical body. That's times three. That's a trifecta for every person. Wow. And, and no disrespect to Brittany Renner. I'd love to have her on the yeah. show. But it's what, not the number. It's, it, no disrespect to the sister. She came out and said 35, knowing right. the average guy right. probably got right. 235. At, at least. Right. Ooh, keep going. Please keep going. So, so so now we get to the infection part, particularly as we age. And if and when you come across that one male or female who um generations ago they used to call it a free up. A what? A free up. A free up. You you were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. where, again, the two become one, because that doesn't always happen with husbands and wives. Often, mm-hmm. nowadays, it's not husbands and wives. Okay, wait, wait, Nikki, you got to stay with me. Mississippi is in the house. Finally, we got somebody to contend with Texas. Lord, 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 when we come forward. More from the Voice of Reason. We got a lot to talk about. You know, you have to be careful with who you let plug in. And what I mean by that, like, I know sometimes you may want to be a helpful person. You may be the person that want to care, that always, you know, your phone is open, your ear is open, your house is open, and you let people just load off on you. You let them tell, you let them tell you how, how they day is impacting them. You let them tell you how, how much their relationship has so much noise and their relationship is toxic and you have those people who just feel like so much is going on in their world and you want to be open because you're a beautiful person and you care. I want you to know that like the reason why I said you have to be careful who you let plug in. So think about, you know, we have a laptop, you have a computer and somebody have a storage uh, card or a hard drive and they just want to put their drive and download something and that's how your computer get a virus. So, you know, it's, it's, it's those emotionally transmitted diseases, those mental, those those vibrations that people can't wait. Like, so it's a lot of people, they don't take the time to meditate. They don't take the time to sit down, to listen, to see what's going on inside themselves. So they don't know how to control their body, their mind, their heart. So even though they may feel good when they talk to you, or you know, you may know a man or you may know a woman, you may know a woman that's cheating on her husband, you know, and she always talking about how much she hate him. And she she looks for you, you know, for the dudes out there. She look for you to be her outlet and you may be having a, a sexual experience and she may be cheating on her husband with, with you. But she's putting her pain on you. She's putting her trauma, her sexual trauma, her sexual demons. All of that is being transferred to you. So same thing, like you may be dealing with a dude in a relationship and he got all of his noise and his soul and his spirit. And every time you interact with him, you're not even, you don't even understand that you're taking his day, his mode, his energy, his feelings and his vibrations because you are the outlet 
So you're getting those emotionally transmitted diseases, same way you could get those sexually transmitted diseases. You have to be careful who you let plug in, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a physical space, because you driving down a highway, all it takes is one traffic jam and you get off on the wrong exit to have you. <laughs> the brother was cooking. Yes. The voice of reason. Hour number two. Gosh, sex prayers. Whatever the thinker thinks, the prover will prove. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Are you telling me that negative self-talk can be transmitted sexually? Oh, Lord. Andy clearly got something to say. And then we going back to Nikki from Mississippi. Just just a quick question. Um, I'm just curious to know. Um, could we be transferring energy simply through kissing? And maybe simply through hugging. That's a good question. I'm going to err on the side. I'm going to take yes for 200, Alex. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not a kisser. If I kiss you, I love you. I'm not a. Hey, I told you one time I kissed a girl. It was a, it was a beautiful girl back in high school. She was a little older than me. Beautiful chocolate cheerleader. Oh, I was all of a ninth grader, a whole ninth grader. And man, oh man, she was so beautiful. Chocolate girl. Looked like she was made at the Hershey factory. Oh, God, she was a beautiful varsity cheerleader. And my cousin was also a senior. She was a senior. And I got, I'm hanging with my cousin, so I'm hanging with the seniors. So it's all love. So she liked me too. Lord have mercy. There was a time. I guess we all went to the movies or something. And she was there. And I was there. And the sparks were there. And man, oh man, Shevich, we kissed. And it was like she had a mouthful of cream of wheat. Oatmeal, sticky, string. I, I was traumatized. I said, Lord, I ain't kissing nobody ever again. I, it destroyed my confidence in kissing. I didn't want to do it no more. <laughs> I'm sorry. That energy transferred. I don't even eat oatmeal no more. Anyway, Nikki <laughs> from Mississippi, get back in here. You have the daily double. You have the daily double. <laughs> yes, and yes, that's why they have the Christian hugs in church. Mm, yeah, that little tap my mama used to do. My that, mama that just thing. tap you. Yeah, there you go. That thing. That thing. That thing. Uh -huh. Because again, you never know what the spirit of that other person is carrying. Mm, yeah. So we were talking about the free up and how to become one. Mm. It is that place that sometimes you meet a person and you and that person get free in the act of being sexual in the same place at the same time. Mm. And you are no longer you. And he or she is no longer her. But you all are one. Mm-hmm the thing that God says to become in that place he created this act for. Mm -hmm. 
and then nothing matters. There's no space. There's no time. None of that. That's heavy. That is heavy. That's deep, man. That is ridiculous. And if you ever get that, oh, my God. Yeah. I think I got it and lost it. Nikki, how do I get it back? (laughs) Now you caught in the matrix. You caught in the matrix. Nikki, you brought Mississippi in the building. We appreciate you, Nikki. Thank you. You got a seat at the table anytime you want it. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Let me get D-Queen, Detroit, Michigan. And you know Atala from Houston is ready to go. Hey. D-Queen, talk to me. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? <clears throat> well, I'll be honest with you. Basically, um, I had, I started messing with a white boy up in 2017. And I had told him I didn't have sex for a year. And I told him. Wait, wait, we lost you. What happened? Are you uh, on your speakerphone? You can't be on speakerphone. We need to hear you because. You just got, you just started cooking and we want to hear the whole story, okay? Okay. Can you hear me good? We can hear you a little bit better now. Just keep talking. Okay. Talk, talk to us. Okay. Well, I I started dating a white boy up in 2017. It was my first white boy and I was his first formula with a complex. And I told him, I said, I can't, I can't do nothing intimately unless I say a prayer. And he was like, what prayer? And I said, Matthew 6, 9. And he said, okay, well, we can do that. I said, but you got to put on some gospel. And he was like, all right. So he put on the gospel and he said, like, he went to a Catholic church. I mean, he went to a Catholic school and he was like, I never saw nothing like that. And he was like, is that why black people be having a Holy Ghost like that? If they (gasps) have an orgasm? Oh, Lord, no, no. (laughs) What in the... But it's true. And when I told my sister, my sister said, that's paganism. You're going straight to hell. <laughs> what in the world kind of practices are these? Talk to me. <laughs> Lord. I don't know how I discovered it, but I just knew that it was deep breathing. And when I had a child before, I had to just say the prayer up underneath my tongue and deep breathe at the same time. So when I told him, I'm like, I'm not even going to be able to come. I don't have time for this. He was like, what do you need to do? And I told him. And he he really lined up and got information. And they sex game is so different than a black man's sex game. So, uh, D-Queen, the, the term that we're going to use for terrestrial radio is orgasm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but finish. Go ahead. You, you're cooking. I just, <laughs> you know, just don't use the C word again, okay? We don't want to get in trouble now. Keep going. Okay. So... <laughs> So basically, when my father ended up getting out of prison, he told me that I would be sensitizing myself by doing that and not being like submissive to the black man. And I just did not understand what should I do because it that's just how I roll now. When I told my my spiritual leader, he said, "If that's the only problem you got, it's to pray." He said, "You bet in a thousand. Keep going at it." <laughs> This show has brought him out from all over the country. D-Queen, Detroit, Michigan, thank you for your input and your insight. 
Yo, this show is wild. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it rolling. Attila, Houston, Texas, get in here. What up, Uncle Bill? What's happening? How are you? Man, oh man, a Shevitz. This show is crazy right now. You said you wanted to talk about something called spiritual spouses. Talk to me. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so Tiffany Haddish kind of busted lid open on this in terms of the Hollywood point, but I'm just going to say this. Um, I mean, if you're wondering why things are working out for you business-wise, whatever-wise, marriage-wise, dating-wise, you probably got a spirit spell. Just going to keep it 100. Those are literal contracts in the spirit. You might even have spirit kids. But what is so that? So for wait, all you wait, guys out there that? thinking that you're you're cool, you're not, huh? What Sorry? Is, but what is it? Tell me again. You said it's a spirit spouse. What exactly is a spirit spouse? What is it, the definition of it? What is that? It is a marriage in the spirit. So to give you an example, right, let's say you are connected to someone physically, mm-hmm. intimately, right? Mm-hmm. You are attaching yourself to not only them, but also their family issues, whatever traumas, all those things that they've had. But I feel like what that actually impersonates as is in the spirit is, is in the form of a spouse. So you literally are married to their their stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Let's see right here. Spirit spouses. Spiritual spouses are demons that visit people in in their dreams and in, and sleep with them. If you are mm-hmm. battling with this, what in the world? What in the world is going on? Is this true? <laughs> yeah, it's real. Spirit it's spouses. It's so, very much so real. And you know what I find interesting? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that when it comes to at least the male side of you, what I've heard is that men think they're safe when, you know, it comes to physical interactions, but they don't realize how much they're taking on spiritually, how much that affects them. Again, if you're trying to get ahead in life and progress, they're going to stop you from that, too. It's not just you getting with another person. It's also you progressing and moving forward in life as well. Mm. Mm. What? So can we look at an unresolved or unhealed or unacknowledged past traumatic child experience as a demon? Can we see that in that I'm same sure way? you could. You could. Yeah, I'm sure we could. We could because as um, soon as you say demon, people get, people automatically think Linda Blair. They go right to the exorcist. As soon as you say demons. <laughs> yeah, that's because we, we, again, Hollywood has made it seem as if it's going to be this type of dramatic, thematic, you know, climactic event. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it just looks like a stalemate in your life. A stalemate. That is your evidence. Ooh, Sorry? That's, you said a stalemate. Mm-hmm. A sense of stagnation, stuck. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is fire. This is fire. And it's called a spirit spouse? Mm-hmm. Oh, or incubus, incubus. They have many names, yeah. Wow, this is heavy. Look, heavy. ask Jawi Sola. Jawi Sola will tell you. Yes, yes, he will. Jawi Sola is a friend of ours from Nigeria. He speaks on this and talks to me about this all the time. I just wanted you to get on here and talk about it. Isn't that wonderful? You brought Houston, Texas, 
in the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We are having a nuanced, wide-ranging conversation. It's deep. It's funny. It's insightful. It's a little ratchet, but it's good tonight. When we come forward, the voice of reason shall continue with this heat. Please speak about the spiritual dangers of having numerous sexual partners. Okay. People don't recognize how sacred sex is. They tend to think it's just something that you do when you come of age and it's enjoyable and it's for having children. It's a lot more than that. And so we have lost Western civilization, I, would, I, I, I always refer to it as, they have lost the true meaning of what the sexual union is. It is a sacred union between the masculine and the feminine principle in order for both to achieve uh, uh, levels of, of spiritual enlightenment. So that has now been removed that's a knowledge that has been removed. So we're just basically just operating on the base levels of enjoyment and sensual uh, uh, yeah, attachment. Now, when you have sexual intercourse with another person, there is an exchange that surpasses mental emotional and physical that exchange is difficult to quantify but consider this if you are in my field my physical in proxi physical proximity to me you are going to now be in my auric or energy field and I in yours there is going to be a mixing of our energy fields. Our energy fields don't only consist of our vibrations, but they also consist of intelligence. They consist of um, trauma. They consist of emotions. And they consist of karma. So when we mix with someone, we literally are taking on their energetic uh, field. We're taking on their karmic. And when I say karmic, I'm talking about ancestral. I'm talking about lineage, thousands of years of energy. And I'm also talking about ancestral. I, 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 and I, I hesitate to say this, but I'm going to say it because it's a reality in the spiritual realm. There are ancestral curses that stay with people. They don't know that they, they're having them. You know, in Jamaica, we'll say, boy, that person's salt. No, it's because they have a lot of heavy karma from their family lineage. It can be cleansed if people are aware of it and then seek have it addressed so <laughs> and he got that look on his face like boy what in the world yes yes sex prayers tonight on the voice of reason you don't even know you praying <laughs> while you laying 
You don't even know you praying. Yes. Fire stuff tonight. We got a lot of callers on. Let's get them in here, man. Well, we don't have a lot. Not to my standard, you know. But we got callers. Let's get them on. I, I want to hear what they have to say. True Monger, Dallas, Texas, get in here. Yes, sir. What up, brother? Oh, man, how you doing? I'm good, man. What do you think of tonight's topic, bro? Uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, people really don't think about the energy exchange while they're in the moment. They're just enjoying the moment. And I think a lot of people don't think about what occurs afterwards. Mm. Um, because whether people admit it or not, a lot of us have had energy exchange with regrets. It's like you you into it at that moment. You're enjoying your, your company or whatever. And as soon as you go home, you start. It's like you start having a an epiphany, you know, a revelation. Mm-hmm. Like, why did I just do this? I'm like, I'm cool with this person, but why did I get physical with them? You're know, like you immediately start feeling the energy after the fact. Like, no, nah, you shouldn't have done that. I've had, I experienced that quite a few times, especially in my college days. I'm like, it wasn't worth it. It's like, you try to get that energy back, but you know you can't. You just got to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because, like, right after it's done, you start seeing things. You start seeing, start feeling those issues come up. You start seeing what, this, what the, their whole situation is. Like, I don't really vibe with all that. Mm. But I got caught up in the moment. But why is the crazy, the crazy loving, some of the best? Uh, talk to me, brother. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm asking. Are 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 wounds getting off? Is that what it is? Uh, possibly. It's heavy. Because you you want to you want to be you want to feel good in that moment. So. As the act is happening, you may not be thinking about your traumas. You might be thinking, just thinking about feeling good in that moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you're done, whatever issues you had are still there. You still gonna have to deal with them at some point. Right. And people try to distract themselves with sex, try to deflect from their issues. It really doesn't work. Just take sex for what it is and enjoy it. But once that's done, you gotta get back to reality and do whatever it is you gotta deal with. Mm. Man, that's heavy. Yeah, because sex, sex can't really fill a void for any trauma or family drama any of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think people try to use it that way. But yeah. there's no but way some, to fill the droid. There's no way to fill the void if, in fact, there's an energetic transference during the act. That, that that you're transferring it. There's no filling of the void. You're just sharing what is broken in a way. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And it goes both ways. Whether a lot, like I said, a lot of people don't really want to admit that they're dealing with some stuff. Or once you do admit it, you, know, you get some people to be like, "Oh, I ain't signing for all that. I just wanted to get down and do what we did, and that's all they wanted." And you you go you take a shallow approach that way because you're not looking at the person. You just want to uh, 
commit the act. And like, they got issues just like you do. Mm-hmm. So you thought you'd find an escape through fornication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, true, true. You cooking, bruh. I got to come forward. But I, yes, uh, you got some more? Because if you got some more, I'm going to hold you over. I got some more. Okay, hold tight, Drew Monger. When we come forward, more heat from down south Texas. Dallas, Texas is in the house. When we come forward, we got a lot to talk about. Well, this is one you might have been waiting for. This is a positive emotion that is misunderstood by many people. A lot of people go around with a wrong idea about it. Sex. Sex is one of the most powerful emotions that you can get involved with. Now, I have often stated that I'm a bit of an expert on this subject. <laughs> this is a beautiful concept to work on. Do you know, a lot of us are raised with the idea that sex is dirty, so you save it for somebody you love. You say, well, that doesn't happen. It might have happened to you. Think about it. It's something that's not talked about in many circles. It's something that's shied away from. You say, what do you think about sex? And the person, what are you talking about? Sex is the expression of an idea, an emotion on a physical level. It's something that is very creative. It's procreate. It's a powerful concept. And if it's not understood, it can be one of the most destructive emotions that there is. Of course, it isn't the sex that's destructive, it's the lack of understanding, it's ignorance that's destructive. When two people have a great sexual relationship, it's the expression of two people where they're in tune on a physical level. They're in tune because on a physical level, because they're in tune on an intellectual level. Their ideas have a rapport. Their emotions have a rapport, and therefore, the ideas and the emotions are expressed through the physical body, so they have a great physical relationship. It's something to think about. A lot of people don't have a great sexual relationship, and they should have, because it's a beautiful thing when it's understood. It's very destructive when it's not understood. I want you to think about it for a little while. This isn't something to shy away from, something to shun. It's something to talk about. It's something to understand. And it's something to be enjoyed. Because it is one of the most powerful emotions that you'll ever deal with. I always point out that there's three hang-ups in life. God, money, and sex. We're taught that God's a man in a cloud that blesses some and curses others. Money's bad, so you shouldn't want it. And sex is dirty, so you save it for somebody you love. The truth is, God's an infinite power that operates in an orderly manner. Money is a servant, and sex is something absolutely beautiful. Woo! Bob Proctor, Lord, don't slap him in the mouth like that. That was fire. Let me let's get these callers back in here, though. You already know we 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 getting down to the nitty gritty. This show has been absolutely fire. Let me get my brother Truemonger to get his final thoughts on this topic. Let's go. Yes, sir. Um, exchanging energy can be a good thing. You just can't be reckless about it. And I think, speaking from a male perspective, I think we all had points in our life where we were reckless with it. But you got to learn to be better and think better and think with the right head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are consequences to being reckless and just exchanging your energy with a bunch of people. There are consequences for that. Mm-hmm. And I know most men don't like to think about that, but whether you think about it or not, it happens. That's right. 
That's right. So you just got to make smarter decisions with who you exchange your energy with. That's right. Nah, man. You ain't going to get no argument out of me, man. I love you, True Monger. Dallas, Texas in the building, if. You want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. I'm staying on point, Long Beach, California. You're up next. Let's go. Alafia family. Alafia. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Come on. Um, okay. First, we pray for the booty. Mm. And then we pray to get the booty away. Mm. In regards to <laughs> the STIs and becoming infected, one of the symptoms or traits, if you will, when you know you have an STI with an individual that you've been relating with, is that when you're in the act and you want to be somewhere else, Ooh. when is it over? You say STI, spiritually transmitted infection. There's a spiritually transmitted. You're in the sex act. You're you're making love. And you're like, oh, Lord, this is horrible. This person is horrible. I can't wait till it's over. The game comes on in seven minutes. I'm ready. Talk to me about this. in In the beginning, it was great. You could go for hours. But now... Because you've become infected, <laughs> mm. now you want it to be over fast. Mm. It becomes transactional, as you always speak about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me just give them this so I can get it over with. Wow. But when you're not engaging in that act, you guys are toxic to each other. So that becomes the only means of communication. Ooh. This all we got. That's all we got. Lord, keep going. You're cooking. (laughs) So, you know, like I said in the beginning, at first, you know, we pray for the booty, but then it's like, okay, I'm done now. Can I move on? But you've been infected. You got to go to the doctor to get healed. Go within yourself to get healed (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you can stop getting infected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were speaking, they were speaking on that young lady who had 35 partners. Yeah. Technically, the next person that she gets with, they're going to have 30, plus 35. They're going to have 36 people, 35 36. people. Right. <laughs> right. It's oh. just her, but spiritually, she got the whole nation behind her. Oh, no. <laughs> She coming with a <laughs> with a sexual energetic squad. Is that in, yeah? Oh, a seasoned skillet about to kill it. I hear you. I oh Lord, no, no. And ain't no wash rag gonna wash that away. Ain't no wash rag gonna wash that away. Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey, do you know what you just did? Do you know what you just did? Do you know? I'm just asking. Do you know what you just did? <laughs> I brought the LBC. You brought Long Beach, California in the building. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Uh, there's someone in the chat room by the name of Pisces Light. Uh, she said, STI, spiritually transmitted infection, and STD, spiritually transmitted demons. Woo, Lord. Hey, they showed up tonight. People want to talk about it tonight. We got another caller. We got another caller. 
Should I take them now or do I go forward? Okay, Nazarene X from Atlanta, Georgia. When we come forward. Oh, one of my longtime favorites. He going to come in and cook. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we all like juicy fruit. James M. Toomey, legendary artist. My playlist has been absolutely bananas tonight. And you know my playlist is my co-host, but man, oh man, Ashevitz, tonight's topic has been crazy. Sex prayers. Oh, God. If you're not healed, listen, 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 listen. Prayer is bidirectional. If you're healed, you're, 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 you're praying prayers of gratitude, of appreciation, of thankfulness. If you're not healed, you're praying prayers of escape. The prayers don't stop. I know you don't want to hear that, right? So when you're healing and you're working on yourself and you're connecting with somebody else and, and, and y'all unify. Those prayers of gratitude and appreciation are going into the sex act. Sex is manifesting more than just babies. It's manifesting happiness if there's happiness in you. But if there's not happiness in you, you're manifesting the opposite when you're having sex. Prayer is bidirectional. When, it, when you're down and you're begging and you're pleading and, and you're, you're in doubt of who you really are. Yes, yes, yes. Don't have sex in, in that state of consciousness because you're going to pass it on. Oh, that's heavy stuff. Nazarene X, Atlanta, Georgia, get in here. <laughs> what up, huh? Hey, what's happening, man? Ain't hey, man, been a minute. I jumped in and heard everything from uh sister turning to a scripture with six nine on it and <laughs> 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 all the stis <laughs> love man i hope i can add something well give um, it hey you got you got two minutes give it up let's go all right so one of the first books that i read along the lines of sexual health in the whole nine was the venus butterfly technique whoa and okay. i found myself um <laughs> pretty much <laughs> coming into that and i think it's tied into just having a, an inner eye to do more than just play around on the surface in terms of when you when you're getting with somebody on that level so i think that's a big deal and it's tied to like why crazy people so to speak have good loving I believe like that aspect of passion mm -hmm. because energetically, like I've learned that our sacral chakra mm -hmm. is the house for creative energy and sexual energy. Mm -hmm. So when you got somebody so-called crazy, they're using less of their mind and more of the spirit mm. in terms of like being able to tap into a source of expressive, just relentlessness or just an ocean of chaos, if you will. So that can be fire if there's some kind of structure provided. Mm. So you got um, authors like Osho, yes. books like, you know, the, the uh, Dow of Sexuality. Mm. Oh, sexology. Yeah, we talked um, about him. Uh, Stephen Chang, oh, Dr. Stephen Chang. Yeah. yeah. We talked about him, yeah. And there are also, um, like, even positions you can learn about 
I say like in terms like the marry up with prayers and that whole intention, um, position that can actually bring forth healing to the body. If you just take the time with your partner or yourself or whatnot and just kind of bring awareness to those type of things, mm-hmm. you can pretty much use your imagination to your benefit. If you come in with a, a stance or a willpower that's like, well, I'm not, I'm not taking no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> no, right, right. I will be done type folk. So okay, listen, listen. Uh, you you done cooked enough. I done gave you two minutes. We love, got to leave. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, I man, I love you, nephew. So Call in anytime, you. man. Atlanta, Georgia is in the building because of Nazarene X, man. You already know this is a national conversation. People call from all over the country because they want to get down. But guess who's in the building just in the nick of time when it mattered the most? Los Angeles. Daryl, get in here. Got to represent. Yes, sir. Hey, Zoe, you be hitting them over the wall, man. <laughs> Every topic, back to back to back to back. Can't get enough. But I, I, I was able to make it home in time to give you a call. I didn't want to miss out on this one. Um, sex, let's talk about it. Okay. You got um, to make it quick, though, because we at the end. So you got to get it. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to downscale that because this is a lot to talk about. Yeah. But I will say the, the most profound thing that I learned uh, over my years, right, was uh, I'm, I'm, I was 40, 48. I was 48. I met this girl, 37. It was the youngest girl I ever messed with relative to my age. Mm-hmm. But she had once told me when she, I totally blew my mind. She never had a vaginal orgasm mm-hmm. with a guy. Mm-hmm. She could bring herself to that point, but no guy ever took her to that point. So, you know, job number one is to make that happen for her. So Merry Christmas. But, Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> but that girl, but see, I, you know, it, it, it wasn't like she was a virgin. It was just that nobody ever brought her to that point. Mm. And I, it was like a, a really, uh, I don't know, that emotional and that, that emotional connection we had to, you know, actually get her there. I mean, I was out for myself. I had to get make it happen, but I didn't know what exactly it would take. But I had always catered to women to have give, give me multiple orgasms because I want to be the best guy you ever had. And right. they always remembered um, the ones I didn't piss off, I can still go back to today. Um, I didn't, I just never, I, I never thought, I thought, you know, growing up with older brothers and, you know, that my teens and my twenties uh, were a blur because, you know, basically the, you know, the whole Babylon, but it, it was, as I got older, you, you're more refined but it's it, it's 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 that emotion that you're talking about. You, it's almost like a drug. It, it really is almost like a drug. And now, it's Darryl, like, now, Daryl, you know what you did. You know what you did. What that? You called I in late. Called you called in late, and you used up all your time telling stories. <laughs> but we love you, brother. <laughs> I love you back, man. Love hey, you man. Back. Thank I, you for bringing I'm LA in the building, man. Thank you so much. Listen, we don't know it all. But we know how to start the conversation, right? We start the conversations, you finish it. Tonight's topic was sex prayers, man. Like I said before, man, prayer is bi-directional. When you're down and you got negative self-talk and you beating yourself up internally, that's a prayer. Thought is going to manifest. Thoughts are things. So whether they're positive thoughts or negative thoughts, they're going to manifest. 
And you have to be very, very, very careful, man, of who you touch, who you let touch you, who you enter, who, who you let enter you. Sexual energy as a carrier of past experiences is real. Right. Sexual energy laden with the emotions and experiences of past relationship carries a unique resonance. This stuff is going to get in you. You understand it can influence the dynamics of current connections, subtly shaping the way partners perceive and interact with each other. Past traumas and unhealed wounds embedded within this energy have the potential to surface affecting the present relationship dynamics. Please understand, if you want a real connection, go inside, heal yourself. How do you heal yourself? Healing is related to revealing. Revealing is related to releasing. Somebody, somebody meme it. Healing is related to revealing. Where there is concealing, you are protecting a wound. Where there is revealing, you are freeing the wound. Do you understand? Healing is connected to revealing and revealing is connected to releasing. Whatever is in you must be released. Right? Whatever you've dealt with, whatever you've been through, you got to release it. You've got to release yourself from the prison of self-doubt or putting yourself down or self-blame. You got to let all of what you've been through go so you can be an empty vessel that can contain or hold what it is you actually want. Okay, I'm done. When I come forward, it'll be tomorrow. We'll have a whole new show. But before I go, you already know Jill Monroe. You understand? RSVP with Jill Monroe will keep the fire going. I'll holla at you tomorrow. Deuces.